This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen? A podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. And today we're discussing... Wait, you've never seen Shaun of the Dead? That's true. I have. Well, I have now. What? Oh. <laughs> I just realized our podcast is, is a lie. <laughs> well, by the time we record it is, I guess. Right. Okay, so up front, uh, we want to talk about that it's rated R for violence, gore, and language. Um, it's not really any more gory than I would expect. It was kind of less gory than I would have expected a zombie movie to be. Um, I mean, there was, like, uh, bites and bloody stuff like There's that. There's disemboweling, really, let's that, be honest. I was, I was trying to weave a tail. Oh. Um, weave your tail. Really, the, the most disgusting part is towards the end where, yeah, there, there was intestines ripped out of someone, and it was unpleasant to look at, and so I chose not to. The end. Um, there's also one of the characters... One of the white characters, well, they're all white characters, but uses the N-word, which is not acceptable. And um, they do use uh, the British slang for cigarette, which uh, over here on this side of the pond is a homophobic slur. So just FYI on that as well. So what three things did you expect from this movie? (laughs) So, um, I wrote these things down before I asked Shane, like, okay, is, is... do I need to see Dawn of the Dead before I see Shaun of the Dead? Like, is it a direct parody or something like that? So I wrote all of these things down before I ask you that question. So... Just real quick, though, before you... I think this is more of a satire than parody. A direct par- a parody, you need to have seen right. the original. Satire, and there's references, obviously. There's references to Dawn of the Dead in many different kinds of movies, not just horror movies. Um, but yeah, you don't, I don't, in my opinion, I think it's more of a satire than a parody. So I had expected it to be a parody of Dawn of the Dead, um, which I have not seen. I expected there to be cartoonish zombies instead of gross and scary zombies. And I expected that one of the main characters will have a tragic slash comic death scene after being attacked by a zombie. Nice. I'd watch that, by the way. (laughs) I would. So... Did you expect to like this movie or not? I I didn't really expect to like it, just because I assumed there's a lot... I mean, I hadn't seen Dawn of the Dead, which I'm assuming the movie was a parody of, of course. Um, so I thought a lot of the jokes would just go over my head and I wouldn't get it. So I, I my rating before watching was two stars. Nothing, nowhere to go but up. <laughs> well... I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, well, we'll get to that. Spoiler we'll, alert. We'll get to, oh, I wonder that uh, I'm very interested in, in how you and what you think of it now. So what is your one-sentence TV guide summary? Um, <laughs> a virus gets loose, turning people into zombies, 
and a ragtag band of would-be survivors attempt to escape from and or destroy the zombies. Now, to be honest, that's like the most generic description of a zombie movie ever. So, like, I mean, except for the virus part, which we never really get, like, a complete answer on what caused Z-Day or whatever. <laughs> Z-Day. Right. Z yeah, right. Um, I, the rest of it is pretty much, you know, spot on. I yeah, the ragtag team. So, may I read? Is this the time where I read the yes, IMDb please. Yes, please do. sentence of what this movie is about? A man decides to turn his moribund? More, more, moribund. Moribund? That's one of them SAT words. I think kind of like, well, like we don't have the freaking moribund internet life. right here. At the point of death. <laughs> In terminal decline, lacking vitality or vigor. I don't know if Sean was on the brink of death <laughs> before the zombies showed up. That's horrible. Anyway, so a man decides to turn his moribund life around by winning back his ex-girlfriend, recon reconciling his relationship with his mother, and dealing with an entire community that is returned from the dead to eat the living. So what you did was you you obviously described incorrectly more more of the movie. They don't give you the the entire plot. Right. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see this whole like sort of romantic story underneath storyline, like secondary storyline. Almost primary storyline because that's really the focus for the first half of the movie, which I was going to talk about a little later, but it's the um, motivation all the way through, really. Well, because at the very beginning, it's all about this relationship he had with his um, girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, and we see all of this stuff with the zombies happening in the background. Like, uh, Right, right. He's too wrapped up in his own nonsense. Right. Uh, Di. Uh, Diana? No, wait, that's no, the... Um, her name was... Liz. Liz, right. Di, Di is the friend. So... The best friend. Although I haven't seen Dawn of the Dead, I wouldn't know if it was a parody or not. So, um, but you told me it's not. So I guess it did not meet that's my it. expectation in that way. That's what I believe. I could be wrong, and I dare you to prove it. Um, <laughs> the zombies, like the zombies, weren't like Walking Dead level grossness zombies. The way that the characters sort of interacted them was kind of cartoonish, like beating them with the pool sticks in time with the music, like. I don't I know love if that's that line. <laughs> I love that line with a kill the queen. <laughs> that's so great. So, um, yeah, the zombies weren't as playing, gross. Sorry, they're playing a queen song. I'm yeah, just, I feel obligated yeah. to explain why I just shouted kill, kill the, queen. the queen. Yes. Um, and I just thought one of the main characters, but I don't know why I just thought it would be one of the main characters, but really half of the group gets killed off, right? That's true. And as far as, like, the cartoon... <laughs> I forgot about this scene. I love this movie. I, I hadn't seen it in a long time. But when they realize that they could kill the zombie, the, the two people in the back garden, or the the backyard, as we would say. Yes. Garden sounds so much fancier. It really does. So when they find out that they can kill them with uh, records, uh -huh. they can whip records at them, they're like... He's carefully going through his record collection and deciding, no, 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 that's very rare. 
Right, and That's it's like, so great. but I and they're slowly moving toward. Like, meanwhile, it's just your life is at stake. Throw whatever you have at these things. That's so great. Um. So my opinion, like, I I was entertained by the movie. I found a lot of the characters hard to relate to because they were self-absorbed and not very likable. Um. So I would, but I would still get, I would still give it a three because I was entertained. Okay. So I did, I did bump it up a little bit, but God, they were all so unlikable. I, I didn't, I wanted them all to get eaten by zombies except maybe Liz. She seemed okay. Like she seemed to know what she wanted in a relationship and what she wanted to do with her life. Whereas all of her friends and everybody's just dragging her down. Yeah. You almost, you don't want to see her end up with John. Yeah. <laughs> At the end. Like, I realize, you know, Ed or whoever is his friend, but, you know, cut that cord. He's got to grow up. Yeah, even at the very end, like how they're, it's almost like he's kind of. They're keeping him as a pet. Yeah. They're in a, he's in a worse place, it seems. Not a better place. Oh, and speaking of this, okay, so we've, we've already kind of talked about my TV guide summary. So let's get into general discussion because what, are people still getting infected? Or was this like one wave and now whoever's infected is infected and nobody else can be infected? Because otherwise, why are you keeping a zombie in your shed that could potentially escape and bite somebody and infect them? I mean, just from the insurance standpoint alone, like homeowner's insurance, hello. (laughs) Not that I know anything about homeowner's insurance. I've never owned a home. (laughs) It would seem like this may have been explicitly explained at the very end where you have all those little snippets where they kind of wrap up. You hear snippets of like news stories, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, the you know the zombies are good for you know these minimum wage jobs that are very you know lots of drudgery involved, like like pushing carts into into stores and things like that." Right, but I'm saying like, okay, but they don't. They- I don't know if they explain or not during that in that little thing. It given the context though, like it's what is one year in the future, I think, and that news presenter is like. Oh, oh it was six months. Say. Six months from. It was six months. Six months from Z Day or Z Day or <laughs> I can't remember what they called it. Right, the newscaster is saying it like, "Oh, it was this thing that happened." If it was still going on, he would just be like, "Yeah, this is our lives now." He wouldn't be like, "Oh, it's so strange." I have to say, "That's a good point." Remove the head or destroy the brain. That's a good point. Brain. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. He's yeah, he's definitely talking about something in the past. So. So um. So, yeah, like I kind of mentioned, it seems like the zombie stuff was happening in the background at first. And I'm not sure if this is like a commentary on how self-absorbed Sean was or a commentary on like society as a whole. That when he was walking to work the first day, like everybody seemed like a zombie, like waiting for the bus, looking at their phones. No one's a zombie yet, but everyone's already acting like a zombie. Yeah. And then, so, when people do actually turn into zombies, is it really his fault for not noticing, or is it his fault because he should be paying more attention? Well, yeah, I mean, the, George Romero, I hope I'm saying that right, is arguably, you know, the father of the modern idea of zombies and horror flicks, and interestingly enough, he never referred to zombies as you know his his creatures as zombies I, I believe they're referred to as ghouls in 
in Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. But the whole... It was a commentary. He He made the whole movie as a commentary on the idea of what would happen to a society if a... I'm going to get this wrong, probably. What would happen to a society if a very extreme ideology took hold of people? Mm-hmm. And what that would do to everyone else. And so it wasn't really... It was definitely... And in this movie, they use it as a commentary of, like, everyone's acting like a zombie. You know, everyone's Even when just, they're not a zombie, they're a zombie. Everyone's kind of going through, like, just, you know, what you just explained. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's definitely more of a... More of a social commentary. We had to pause to that because we're not very hip with the British slang. So we had to pause and look up what a Henry was. Do you remember <laughs> what that was? Yes. Yes, there is a um, there is a a plant. A plant. A plant called it has Mar- various it has various names. A plant called marijuana, mm-hmm. I believe. And uh, if you live in uh, if you live in merry old England, an eighth of an ounce of it is called a Henry. Indeed. Not that we advocate it's... Is, is that a lid? Do the kids call oh it my a God. lid anymore? Is I that a really old, old term? <laughs> I know I've seen somebody use that term for, for a movie from the 60s. <laughs> That's before did your they, time. Did they call it Mary Jane? <laughs> Reefer. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm sorry. This is this is like we're getting off topic. But have you seen have you seen Reefer Madness? I have seen Reefer Madness. Have you? I, w- I want to lie and say I haven't so we can watch it for this <laughs> podcast. Um, I also noticed I liked how, although although Sean was unlikable to me, um, I liked that he wrote himself a drunk note so that he could remember <laughs> things. Because to me, that's something I would do. Like, once I've had, a, you know, one or two glasses over my limit of wine, I might scribble myself a note. And then wake up the next morning and be like, what the hell is this? I don't understand. What or I to- remember I told you the other day, as you know, yes. as Shane knows and the audience knows, um, we've covered Die Hard on this here podcast. Die Hard. Die Hard. And um, after one evening of an adult beverage or two, I uh, drunk ordered the Die Hard movies off of Amazon. Good for you. <laughs> So I, I could kind of feel Sean's pain in the writing yourself a note while you're drunk and hope it works out for the best situation. That's awesome. And then I just had one more thing for a general discussion is like, okay, first of all, they don't lock their house door, which what what is up with that? They live in London. And then when the, when the zombie wanders in and you have to kill it, the zombie that comes back from the dead... You don't drag it out to the front porch and get it out of your house before you close and lock the door. It's got to smell. It could come back. It's going to come back. There's lots of problems with this. I have questions. So I have a couple of things real quick that uh, that I wrote down as we were watching this. Not that we're doing this for my thoughts. No, I'm interested in your thoughts. (laughs) So first of all, I, I should have said this sooner, that I loved the UK show Spaced with... Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright, uh, both the leading actor and director, respectively, of this movie and of the TV show Spaced. Spaced had the most obscure references sort of given out in the most subtle ways. Like, they turned it all the way down. Anyway. Yeah, it it was a little too dry for me. I couldn't get into it. So this is a rom- 
Another th- another thought I had was this is a romantic comedy meets horror. So is this a rom com horror? Rom horror com? No one should say that. No. I literally wrote down the words. No one should say it. No one should call it that. <laughs> so just real quickly, like the British have a have a um, have a wonderful way of dealing with um, dealing with a horrible situation. Uh huh. And the British would act just ooh, like ooh. this. I know. Yes, I know. ma'am. Is it keep calm and carry on? That comes from which uh, international war? I believe it was World War Two. That's right. They really kept a stiff upper lip. They honestly did. They really did. I it mean, was they amazing. were getting the they were getting the crap bombed out of them. The Nazis were coming over and dropping bombs every single day on their cities, on their purpose, you know, on in residential areas, and they it was amazing. So I believe that the British would act exactly like this if in a, if a zombie <laughs> apocalypse, if Patient Zero was in London, it would be all, Ooh, mustn't make a fuss, love. Some men have come into the house. I, I don't want to be a bother, I don't. <laughs> okay, as, as a graphic designer, I have a question for Shane. Who is, yes. no, I'm not the graphic designer. Shane is the graphic designer. Um... What do you think the Keep Calm and Carry On posters would look like for the zombie apocalypse? Instead of the crown <laughs> in the middle, do you think it would have like a... Bloody like a handprint. Cr- oh, a bloody handprint. <laughs> that would be good. That's very iconic. In, in this movie, they use that icon a lot. Like, Oh, yeah. It was the on, the, on the thing where you get the Cokes out of or whatever. Yeah, the cooler in the convenience store. Right. Probably that, uh... Keep calm and aim for the head? Would that be the... <laughs> destroy the brain? <laughs> keep, keep calm and destroy the brain. And then it could I be like a brain picture that's like... With, with like a, a chunk taken out of it ooh, or something. Right, a brain, but with a piece of a... Um, a vinyl, a piece of a record. A record. Oh a vinyl God. record sticking out, a jagged... I thing. think we've grossed everyone out now. No, no one's listening. Um, so that was all the general discussion I had. Do you have anything else before we go to the Bechtel test? Uh, I, I think I've said quite enough. Okay, so the Bechtel test is two named female characters who talk to each other about something other than a man. So this one was a little tricky, too, because there is a moment when um, when Liz and uh, Sean's mom talk to each other in the Winchester where which is the pub right where she's just trying to like keep her calm and like let's go sit over here and finds out she has the bite and whatever so that doesn't make a fuss that i that doesn't really count because they talk about sean and they you know that's their main focus of being there um but earlier earlier in the movie um when die is trying to teach them how to be zombies that's the best friend yes who's also what, an acting teacher, I think? She's a failed actress. Failed according actress. To <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, they're so, they're they're so, so horrible. Mean. They're so They're mean. so horrible to their friends. Um, <laughs> so, so, right, she's... She's giving them advice on how to be more zombie-like. Does and, that count? Because it's everyone. She's referring to everyone? Well, when teaching the group to act like zombies, Diane speaks directly to Liz, who admittedly only responds with, Uh, 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 uh. But then uh, she talks... Wait, I want to, I want to do my zombie sound real quick. Okay. Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay. And then she talks to Barbara, who responds, Sorry, I was miles away. <laughs> so that it's moment funny. between Di and Barbara probably 
counts. Yeah. Like, oh, I think Daya said something like, oh, yeah, Barbara, that looks good. Because she had that sort of vacant, spaced out yeah. look on yeah, her she face. Her, look at the vacant look in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, <laughs> for a disability portrayal, um, I didn't, I noticed there was a, a, a zombie in a wheelchair. Yeah. Which, um, that doesn't make sense, honestly. As far as zombies, I'm sorry. You're trying. You're, you're trying to talk about disabilities. I'm thinking about zombies are able to locomote somehow, be it magic or whatever, regardless of their inability to, lo- you know, use their limbs and whatnot. They can kind of like. So are you? So are you saying like if a person, um, say is like a paraplegic, once they get bitten by the zombie and die. They're no, they they're no longer walk. paraplegic. I no. don't know. I don't know the rules about zombiness. I just happen to notice, like, oh, here's a zombie in a wheelchair, and I'm wondering, like, um, what kind of, like, what kind of a because, well, this is in England, and I don't know if we have any um, UK people in our audience. Maybe let us know what the regulations for a, yeah, a disability accommodations are there. Because, seriously, like, like, the Americans with Disabilities Act. Right, because I'm thinking, okay, could this lady or this zombie in the wheelchair even get into the to the pub to potentially escape, or are there, like, stairs that maybe she couldn't, and now she's a zombie? Yeah, I've, I seem to remember, I seem to remember her sort of, and she was like, there was a bunch of zombies coming towards the screen, uh-huh. and she was one of them closest to the camera. And she was stuck by, like, a curb, too, which is another thing, like... That was another big step for, or big um, accomplishment for the disability rights movement in America was right, big, the curb cuts. Big, yeah, big chunks taken out of the curbs. Right. Turning so, them into ramps. Um, and then there's like, did we find out if the zombiness was caused by a virus or not? Because then you have ah. to take into account like acquired diseases and disability and that sort of thing. Because are they exploiting oh. the zombies by making them work for minimum wage? Or are they even, like, that the, kind of thing. Sorry. In the very beginning of the movie, they make a reference. The You hear the news chatter. It kind of, there's, there's a really interesting, you know, repeating, repeating of, thi- uh, uh, repeating scenes and repeating themes and whatnot. Like, it kind of begins and ends in a similar way. Mm-hmm. So anyway, part of the news chatter in the very beginning, mm-hmm. you hear them referencing some spaceship that's coming from deep space on a big mission. Oh. So, and it's just about to land or whatever. So I think the the assumption, I haven't looked this up, but the assumption I have is that that ship carried some sort of thing, I don't know what it was, that caused oh, the, I see. Uh, the infection or apocalypse. or. I see. Um, pop culture references I now understand. I mean, it was pretty... There's nothing specific to Shaun of the Dead that I wouldn't under- have understood from seeing any other zombie movie. Right, it was it was a collection of... Right. <laughs> of references from... Right, so there was movies. no moment that I was like, oh, that's where that comes from. And not that it was a bad movie, I just didn't have that moment. Um, and how would the movie be different with today's technology? I mean, it was pretty much, except There's, they had cell phones from like 2004, but it was pretty 
contemporary. So, I mean, they were pretty much working with what we have now. Yeah. Um, Sean's Sean's friend, Sean's loser. Ed. <laughs> Ed, thank you. So you're better at this than I am. Ed, Ed would be even more disconnected <laughs> because right. he would have an iPhone instead of just a flip phone where he's, you know, texting his friends and playing that weird little snake game. Remember right. that? Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Making drug deals for Henry, with Henry, for Henry. And lids. <laughs> On that note, do we have anything else to discuss? I think I think that's it. Okay, well, uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. Episode transcripts and links to what we talked about are available on our website at WaitYou'veNeverSeen.com. And we're on Facebook and Twitter under WaitYNS. You can also email us at WaitYou'veNeverSeen at gmail.com. Leave us feedback. Let us know if you have any suggestions for movies that we should watch. And if I'm totally wrong about zombies. Uh, That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching... The Birds. The Birds. That sounds really scary. It's Alfred Hitchcock. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Caca, caca. <laughs> so many endings to choose from. <laughs>